The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii. Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour of blessing. Good morning, everyone. I'm Head Pastor Blehan Jr., and I would like to thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV Channel 8, and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 8 to 9 a.m. on station KOTR-TV Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY Channel 9 in El Central California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO, channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW, channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada and Wyoming, as well as from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church, located at 1043 Middle Street, is the headquarters of the gospel of the Kingdom of God for the whole world with a sign on the roof of the temple, Jesus Coming Soon, a landmark in Kali for 97 years, and our prayer the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and Ada B. Lockbaum on August the 4th, 1923, and passed on to our late Chief Pastor William M. Hunt Sr. in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints wherever you are, and the shut-ins. That is those of you in the hospitals and convalescent and homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. Today, we are celebrating the 67th anniversary of our Maui Branch Church in Lahaina, Maui. Our Maui Branch Church pastor, Kenneth and Mrs. Dolly Alverio, gives our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ all the honor and glory for this blessed occasion. 
On this Veterans Day, we would like also to pay tribute to those who have served in our nation's armed forces, remembering all the men and women who served and defended our nation. We would also like to honor those who were not able to return home after entering harm's way to preserve what is most precious to all Americans, freedom. And because we live in a country with the freedom of religion, we can choose Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. And now the church choir under the direction of Emilia Hahn will sing the medley, Truth is Marching On with the Battle Hymn of the Republic. Accompanying the choir will be Edith Matsuki on the piano and Rose Pahaku Carter on the organ. Next up will be our church band under my direction with a spirit and rendition of Hallelujah for the Cross.
We call upon our soloist Christy Hong to sing an inspiring and moving rendition of the number, I Pledge Allegiance to the Lamb. Listen carefully to the words of this song, depicting the strength, bravery, love, and loyalty to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Accompanying Christy will be yours truly on the piano, Associate Pastor Marvin Abing on the bass, Iris Locke on the drums, and Mason Asylum Senior and Trustee Associate Pastor Evans Pro Senior on the guitars. I pledge allegiance to
And now we call upon our church choir to sing their final number, Sing America. This joyful and uplifting song is a great reminder of who we have that made America as great nation as we trusted and prayed unto Him, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Since our humble beginnings, our God-fearing forefathers always prayed to the Lord before each session and always included God in the forming of our government for the people and by the people. Our Constitution, the Bill of Rights, included God, just to name a few, as America grew in strength and spirit. So sing along with our choir to this invigorating song with words provided for all, you all. Next will be the versatile talents of our Carrillo ukulele trio with a spiritual rendition of Glory to His Name. Accompanying our talented siblings will be Johanna Carrillo on the piano. 
Associate Pastor Marvin and Sherilyn Abing blend their God-given voices to an old-time favorite, Rock of Ages. This is a song which warms the heart and comforts our soul, knowing that Jesus gave us his all. It is truly an honor to dedicate this beautiful song to our Maui branch pastor, Kenneth and Mrs. Dolly Overio, who have stood firm and faithful with the Lord Jesus Christ throughout the years, serving Jesus and ministering to the saints of our Lahaina branch church for the past 16 years. We pray the Lord continue to shower you with heavenly blessings, with good strength, with happiness, and joy in this life and that to come. God bless you, Pastor Kenneth and Sister Dolly.
Hi, and praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Associate Pastor Melvin Honda, and I would like to repeat our television time, stations, and locations in the continental United States for our viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, that these telecasts have now been viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV Channel 228 in Eureka, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino, from 8 to 9 a.m. on station KOTR-TV Channel 11 in Monterey, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY Channel 9 in El Centro, California, and Yuma, Arizona, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon, from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW Channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada and Wyoming, from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website on JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning the schedule of gospel services here in our home state, Hawaii, Services are held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At Okamaki Branch Church located at 1361 Palolo Avenue, gospel services are held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by neighbor island branch churches as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castaneda Sr. in Kanakakai, Molokai, by Pastor Kenneth M. Alverio in Lahaina, Maui, by Pastor Walter I. Tinloy in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K. Y. Asano Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, by Pastor Hannibal Espera in Balogo, Pikawayan, and by Pastor Vesper Espera in President Rojas, Cotobato, Mindanao, Philippines. You are welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections. However, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now I'd like to return our program back to Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., who will bring forth his Spirit-directed and Spirit-inspired sermon. Pastor Billy? Thank you, Melvin. Happiness is to know the Savior. Thus, with his thought and the spiritual welfare of our TV audience in mind, we bring forth these weekly telecasts. In addition to that, we present today's sermon, Fight the Good Fight, not only to champion the Lord's cause, but as a true labor of love. It is based upon the November 11th commemoration of Veterans Day, which honors men and women who have served in the United States Armed Forces Services. It was proclaimed by President Woodrow Wilson as Armistice Day to remind Americans of the tragedies of war. Our topic scripture is found in 2 Timothy, the fourth chapter 5 through 8. But watch thou in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, make full proof of thy ministry, for I am now ready to be offered 
and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. And not to me only, but unto all of them also that love his appearing. Those who have served God and country deserve our thanks and appreciation for the sacrifice they've given. Many have paid with the highest price under law, which is their life, and others have returned being less than whole. It is honorable to serve God and country without fear, and surely the Lord notes their service of faith and will provide his rewards unto all of them. The Bible is filled with wars, as is also the world that we live in today. September 7th, 1993, Israel and the Palestinian Liberation Organization reached a peace agreement, and they met in Washington, D.C. to sign the pact on September the 13th, 1993. However, we are also warned in 1 Thessalonians 5.3, for when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them, and travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. We are at the outset of the Lord's tribulation upon the earth, as was stated in Matthew, the 24th chapter, verses 6 through 8. And he shall hear of wars and rumors of wars, See that he be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines, and pestilences, and earthquakes in diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Therefore, peace is not present here upon the earth, and will not be realized until the Lord Jesus, who is the Prince of Peace, brings real peace to the war-torn world. As Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ, the Lord and Almighty God, will rule and reign to the end, the age of conflict. Jeremiah, the age chapter, the 15th verse, provides a hint of the posture of the world's people. We looked for peace, but no good came. And for a time of health, and behold, trouble. The only pact and promise that we can count on today is that which cometh from the Lord Jesus. He gives us these words of comfort on in John 16, 33. These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Again, in John 14, 27, we find these words, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. The real personal peace only comes from Jesus as he instills inner peace in our souls and calms the restless to trust in him. We live in a very rebellious generation that is hard-headed, stiff-necked, evil-hearted, and proud. Our nation's only hope is to return to the Lord's ways of prayer and faith in Him to provide the needs of His people. Posted throughout Jerusalem in Israel is the phrase, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. 
as found in scriptural passage in Psalms 122nd chapter, 68 verses. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love thee. Peace be within thy walls and prosperity within thy palaces. For my brethren and companions' sake, I will now say, Peace be within thee. The final admonition given to mankind is to trust and obey, as found in the Old Testament reference of Ecclesiastes, the 12th chapter, verses 13 and 14. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. We find this amplified in Mark, the first chapter, verses 14 and 15, as preached by Jesus on the shores of Galilee. Now after that John was put in prison, Jesus came into Galilee, preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. These words still echo today and ring out to all, calling us to repentance, which is godly sorrow for sin that we have inherited from Adam and Eve. The primary theme is also that we should believe the gospel, which is Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptizes with the Holy Ghost and with fire, and that Jesus is coming soon. This message is still current for our time and will also apply to our children and those who come after them. Jesus gives the same invitation to all as he gave to Simon and Andrew when he called them in verses 16 and 18. Now, as he walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea. For they were fishers. And Jesus said unto them, Come ye after me, and I will make you to become fishers of men. And straightway they forsook their nets and followed him. John 3, 5 relates to the talk between Jesus and Nicodemus when he asked about the teaching of the new birth. In verse 5, we read, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except the man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And in verses 6 to 7, it reads, That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. To be born of water means to be baptized by immersion, in the name of Jesus Christ. And to be born of the Spirit means to speak in tongues, which is the only true biblical evidence that one has, in fact, received the gift of the Holy Spirit. About 3,000, three years later on the day of Pentecost, the apostle Peter stood up and preached a message which many heard and 3,000 souls accepted the Lord as their personal savior. In Acts 2.38, it reads, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and he shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And in the 39th and 41st verse, it reads, For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, 
even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized. And the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. Peter said to one, repent, which turns oneself over to the full control of Jesus, asking forgiveness for the sins and of the past. And two, being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, not in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, because these are merely titles. The only same name which provides remission of sins is Jesus Christ, as Acts 4, 12 states. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Passages in the book of John bring to light this truth in chapter 10 and 9. Jesus said, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. In chapter 14, 6, he informs Thomas, Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. We have many veterans, both military and religiously, who have stood the test, fought the fight, and have kept the flag and banner of truth and freedom flying high that others might see them. These are the men and women of our great nation and other nations who know what it is to maintain until the end. We can learn a valid lesson from their experiences and faithful dedication to the cause of righteousness. 1 Timothy 6, 6-8 and verse 12 presents the appropriate perspective for our learning. But godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. And having food and raiment, let us be therewith content. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Whereunto thou art also called, and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. We have here a true sense of the small value of riches and material positions in comparison to eternal things. In Scripture, we find many heroes of faith had come to understand the real definition of faith as outlined in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. It is simply taking God at His word. Faith is the controlling power and assurance we have via testing, conviction, and bring to proof that which the Lord has promised man. Verses 2 and 3 continue by saying, For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. To those who have faith in God, there is no mystery. They believe the word of God and that he created all things. The most uneducated Christian is less troubled about the mysteries of life than the greatest non-Christian scientist. For the, Lord, for the Christian knows by faith that God's word is true, and that is enough for him. The book of Hebrews, chapter 11, lists a few heroes of faith and veterans worth our attention. There are one, verses 8 through 10, 
By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place, which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out, not knowing whither he went. By faith, he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which had foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Secondly, verse 7, by faith, Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. Thirdly, verses 23-30 reads, By faith Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents, because they saw he was a proper child. And they were not afraid of the king's commandment. By faith, Moses, when he was come to years, re refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Through faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood, lest he that destroyed the firstborn should touch them. By faith they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, which the Egyptians, as saying to do, were drowned. By faith the walls of Jericho fell down, after they were compassed about seven days. Verses 33-34. Who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, waxed valiant in fight, turned to fight the armies of the aliens. Fifthly, verse 5, by faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. And lastly, verse 6 summarizes the entire subject. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Oh, that we all will be able to endure unto the end to see the promise of Jesus come to pass. The truth of the matter is this. We are not alone, whether it be in conflict, test, or trial. But the Lord Jesus stands right alongside each step of the way. 1 Corinthians 3.9 identifies our Christian service by saying, for we are laborers together with God. Ye are God's husbandry. Ye are God's building. In life, all things are tested in one way or another. And so it is in the testing of our Christian service to the Lord. As you read in verses 12 to 15, Now if any man build upon this foundation, gold, 
silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble. Every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire. And the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. If any man's work abide which he hath built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss, but he himself shall be saved, yet so as by fire. The real confidence cometh in knowing that the Spirit of the living God abideth in us, for we are his temple of living stones. As verses 16, 17 read, Know we not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy, which temple ye are. As Christian believers, we possess the Holy Spirit in our hearts as a temple of the living God. Therefore, to misuse or neglect the body is a sin against God and will destroy or degrade it for usefulness in God's service. In our body temples, it is not the size that matters, but the sort and purposeful use that results from following the wooing of the Spirit. Jesus is in the driver's seat and in charge of everything, from the weather even to the economy. He reminds us that the reason for the devastation and destruction is because of sin and wickedness in high places. However, despite all of this, he says, but you have nothing to fear, for where I see the blood, I will pass over you. Call upon the name of the Lord, plead for my blood, and my angels will be right there to deliver thee. You have nothing to fear. No matter where thou goest, no matter what thou doest, I, the Lord thy God, will keep you in the hollow of my hands. For he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. The end benefit to be realized is verified as to not being discoverable by human wisdom. In 1 Corinthians, the second chapter, verses 9 to 12, it gives us this confirmation, but as it is written, I hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit, for the Spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the Spirit of man, which is in him. Even so, the things of God knoweth no man, but the Spirit of God. Now, we have not received, not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. As you know, everything in life has a price, but the things from God are free. Why then do not more people take hold of the everlasting blessings when investing themselves? 
We are today in the last days upon this earth, and it is important that we make each and every day count. We should set ourselves apart from the unholy things of this world to be worthy of the heavenly righteousness from above. Paul describes it best, calling it the Christian race in 1 Corinthians 9:24. Know we not that they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize. So run that he may obtain. Verses 26-27 also reads, I therefore so run, not as uncertainly, so fight I, not as one that beateth the air, but I keep under my body and bring it into subjection, lest that by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. As good athletes for Christ, we refuse anything that would hinder our pace or endurance. As faithful Christians and true veterans, we should say no to all appetites which are harmful and would in any way deter us from receiving the eternal prize of life everlasting with the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who is coming soon. Oh, come quickly, dear Jesus. If you'd like to know more about God's Word, the church, and review these telecast presentations in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of His hands. We conclude our Veterans Day program by calling upon our church band to play that uplifting number, acknowledging the soldiers of our King Jesus as they display the banner of the cross.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.